Good morning, Trinity, and welcome to our daily podcast. My name is Trip Prince. I'm the pastor on the north side. And today is Thursday, June 25th, and we will today be looking at our reading from Matthew's Gospel. Today we're in Matthew chapter 20, and I'd like to begin in verse 20 and read through verse 28. If you have a Bible, I'd encourage you to read along with me. It says this, Then the mother of the sons of Zebedee came to Jesus with her sons, and kneeling before him, she asked a favor of him. And he said to her, What do you want? She said to him, Declare that these two sons of mine will sit, one at your right hand and one at your left, in your kingdom. But Jesus answered, You do not know what you are asking. Are you able to drink the cup that I am about to drink? They said to him, We are able. He said to them, You will indeed drink my cup, but to sit at my right hand and at my left, this is not mine to grant, but it is for those for whom it has been prepared by my Father. When the ten heard it, they were angry with the two brothers. But Jesus called them to him and said, You know that the rulers of the Gentiles lord it over them, and their great ones are tyrants over them. It will not be so among you, but whoever wishes to be great among you must be your servant, and whoever wishes to be first among you must be your slave. Just as the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve, and to give his life as a ransom for many. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Father, we thank you for these words. I pray today that you would give us eyes to see our world through this lens, this lens of your coming kingdom, that you would teach us to live as citizens of that kingdom. Help us to faithfully embody its values, the values of that kingdom, day in and day out in everything we do, everything we say. We pray this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. Well, I think from our our youngest days, even as little children, you and I are taught either directly or indirectly. We're taught that there are certain values that animate our world, and these values will lead us to a successful and to a meaningful life. Values like a drive to succeed, a vision for where you're headed, networking with people of significance and purpose, on and on and on we could go. And I think Maybe while rightly understood, a a certain form of these values could be and is a meaningful part of the Christian life. My fear is that far too often these sorts of values, this way of thinking, it works its way into our hearts and into our minds without us ever stopping to notice, without us ever pausing to give it even just a momentary question or to say, is this actually something that should be a part of my outlook? Is this something that has merit in my daily life? What is the effect that this is having on my life and my place in the world? These are the kinds of questions I want us to ask because these values so deeply and completely work their way in without us even noticing that we have to be attentive every single day to say, where are these values at play and what values are actually in conflict with the values of God's kingdom? Because here's the thing, friends, Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ was not and is not primarily concerned with our significance. 
I think, in fact, what you see in this reading is Jesus was very quick to call people out if and when they fell into the trap of believing that their primary purpose in life was to be honored, was to be respected, was to make sure they felt secure and significant. These impulses may be natural, but they are not kingdom values. I think one of the many effects of sin upon the human soul is the way that sin moves us away from places of peace, from the comfort of our Lord, and instead it pushes us into places of persistent and even chronic fear. I think so many of our choices in life are animated by fear. Fear of losing something or someone we hold dear. Fear of being rejected. Fear of not having enough. Fear of failure. And when we live and make decisions from places of fear, We are overcome by a love of self, and I think we become primarily interested in our own preservation, often at any cost. Generosity for us then becomes conditional. We give to others only when we know that our own bases are covered. Relationships stall out. They fail to develop because we're afraid of the vulnerability. We're afraid of the transparency that is required for us to then take the next step. Societal fears become solidified when we allow our personal fears to keep us from moving towards the other in love. The words of Jesus, they require a complete reorientation to what is good, what is beautiful, what is true. The way of Jesus, it demands that you and I lay down our fears, that we lay down our thirst for power, our quest for significance, that we lay down and realize our blindness and the ways that we contribute to the suffering of others. Jesus, in this passage, he does not open this up for discussion. Jesus loved the art of a well-formed question, of ongoing dialogue to help us reach places of clarity, to help move us towards the truth. Yet here, Jesus gives an explicit command. He says, it will not be so among you. There is no place in God's kingdom for self-exaltation, for the pursuit of personal glory, And this is not just to us as individuals. This is a word to the church. The church in each and every age must relentlessly pursue the way of humility, must give itself to self-giving love, constantly reorienting our personal, reorienting our corporate lives around the example of Jesus who, as we see here today, Jesus was the one who came not to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. So may that be true of us today. And maybe just as a simple, practical step, acknowledging and realizing there are so many ways that we are obsessed with our own security, with our own quest for significance and power, what would it look like instead today in even simple unseen ways for you to actively and intentionally pursue humility 
for you to say, I'm going to choose the lesser place at the table. I'm going to choose to love others more than I love myself. I pray God gives you multiple invitations and opportunities today to live out the way of Jesus, this self-giving, self-sacrificing way of love. And may God bless you. Amen.